Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to, to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Conversation hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So let's get started. So let's get started. So, so. So functified. Hey, old school to Barat. I think that was my first um rap album that I ever like knew all the words to. I might be the one that I first like bought. I'm trying to what was my first rap album? Lord, please, what was it? I'm I, I wanna I don't wanna lie and say I think the first one was Snoop. Snoop, like was was Snoop Chronic? No, that was Dre. Uh, it was. Um, was Snoop first album? Well, it wasn't the first one, but I just remember hearing it all the time. Mm, um, what songs? Um, uh, some about a dog. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Snoop Dogg. That's it. Dogg. What was your first rap, rap album? Z? I'm trying to. Think. I'm trying to think of Kevin Gates. Was um, it? Probably. I hope not. She was being a dick per <laughs> usual, but I think it was something like Christian rap. Get your piece. Or um, it had to be because you know I, I'm a younger sibling, so I used to steal all my sister stuff. So ours probably was something like Chingy. Or you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I know I used to love hip hop, so I remember it was like these a, dire choices. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> I remember when my dad bought this album. It was like a whole bunch of old school songs on it, and I remember it having like Vanilla Ice on it, like Ice Ice Baby shit serious? like that. Oh, I listened yep. to that too. Yeah. Or ooh, I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy what? for my. This is not even hip hop or rap. <laughs> well, I guess at some point Vanilla Ice was considered <laughs> that girl. Joking rap. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, what was this? What's this and what is the version of white version of cool? <laughs> white version of cool. That's whatever. Cool. Live is hot. 
being a clown like a white nigga being a clown like that just uh, tap dancing for the black folk for the black coin i don't know ice, whatever ice, it is baby. it was crazy come to ice ice what that oh my god that is so yeah. sad <laughs> i feel sorry for you is, well wow. you wanted to know yeah I was like, okay uh, ice, Ice Ice Baby and Christian rap. Well, what did y'all transition to? What is y'all current one, two, three rap? My current is that motherfucking Cardi B money. <laughs> yes. All I really want to need is a. Yes, I love that Yours right is now. definitely. That fucking Meek me Mills, uh, baby, that kind of snaps a little bit. Oh, no, it really does. It really does. Uh-huh. What do you listen to now? You don't listen to rap at all? Me? I, I listen to everything. So um, what rap you listen to right now? I mostly like. Go people, ahead and lie. I usually like people that's like <laughs> hungry to, you know, kind of do something for themselves. So it's kind of like I like underground. I guess you could say underground. Like who? Who right now? I like a guy named Young Mo. Um, who else? I really like this guy named Percy Keith's wordplay. Mm, it's like okay. the prison type of dude you could tell read a lot oh yeah he used a lot of vocabulary okay yeah so you like lyricists yes gotcha. adora that makes sense yeah i like the stallion she's a um a houston rapper a oh, underground okay. rapper sick name was she dark skin mm-hmm. we were i was listening to uh, um <clears throat> A po- I can't even remember. It's, it was. It might have been a podcast, but I also no. It was Grapevine again, mm. and they were talking about um, women in hip hop, and they mm. were talking about it's so many dark skinned rappers that are like female rappers that are like, oh my god, they got bars and they mm. got talent, but because they not light skinned all the light-skinned girl rappers are the one that's getting popping, like Cardi B, Nicki, da-da-da-da. But there's so many dark-skinned rappers that folks ain't really paying attention to because they don't fit that stereotypical black... Well, Cash Doll is popping. Is she dark-skinned? Mm-hmm, and body the fuck out and face. Okay. I don't um, know if you heard the song Ice Me Out. But not as much no. as, of course... Huh. I said not as much as those the other girls, folks. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah but know. they don't really have um. They've been putting in work, like the girls been putting in work. I but don't know. But is the work is. paying off? Like, is right. it a ceiling that uh, that they ain't cracking and they ain't a door they not going through because they don't fit these standards? Times I, I see cash all going up. through. I see the girls being recognized, like the city girls. These two girls from Miami, okay. um, they both dark skin. Well, I think. They both dark skin. Um, who else? This other girl, I think it's me, Mia or Malia or something. It's a, it's a lot of different ones, but they haven't broke the internet like who the Cardi, top? Of course. <clears throat> um, I'm trying to think. Name me five top charting rappers that's not light skin. Female. Yes. Um, the brats. Um. No, I'm talking about recent. Oh, we got to be recent. They, it was a bunch of dark girls back in the day. But I'm oh. talking like right now, like chart topping. Only people kind of really dominating is Nikki and Cardi right now, right? And Cash, Cash Shell's up there, but I don't know. I what don't she's... even know her, so that's impossible. Well, 
<laughs> I'm just saying she she's she been popping. Okay. Um, I, well, I heard the name before, but I don't know her songs. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I, I always had like a crush. Something weird. I always had a big crush on Trina. But Trina's light skin. I know. I just yeah. wanted to put that out there. <laughs> I was like, I'm green eyes. Long. I mostly listen to reggae, though. I ain't gonna lie. But mm. I try not to bore people with it, I guess. Yeah. Because people can't understand. Yeah. No, a lot of people listen to reggae. Uh, okay. um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. let's get in shot. There was a there was a woman in Hollywood, California. She went to a um, a Walgreens to use the restroom, but before that, she had made a twenty dollar purchase. So she, you know how you know how some some um, restaurants or when I'm sorry, managements are like, oh girl, you ain't spend no coin, you can't use the restroom here. Right. So she had spent her coin. She went to use the restroom, and um, they was like, no ma'am, um, you going to the women's restroom? No, thank you. The manager was like, you have to go to the men's restroom. And she had dealt with this a lot in her life. Not, I don't know specifically having to go to the men's restroom, but being... Um, assumed to be trans. Assumed, Well, not assumed to be trans, but assumed to be male. And so... Um, she was like, oh, she's most of the time she said she paid it, but she was like, oh, no, girl, not this time. So she went and um, she tried to get it appealed, uh, appealed and went to a discrimination um, LBGT place so that they could do something about it. Oh, wow. And, mm-hmm, and um, basically, they just uh, reformed their policy. So now was it's, she LGBT? No. So that's what I, I understand that this is in our arena because it affects us. But hmm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I know huh. that she went to the LGBT folks for help mm-hmm. because I guess bathroom discrimination affects anybody. Assume that's why I was like they're assuming she's trans, but they just assume she was male. Like is she is she cool? That's why I was like, does she what's just, her tea? Yeah, like does she just look? Like a masculine woman, or she literally looks like a man because she kind of has an androgynous look. Like, What's her name? They didn't show a picture of her. I don't okay. think she wants to be out there like that. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, basically, but she co she coattail riding our movement though. <laughs> she said it got it taken care of. She got, she got the policy change, so now it's um it's all inclusive. So basically, you can go to um the bathroom that. You you identify with what that you your gender identify with wait. now with Walgreens. Wait, so all the trans people that have been having issues in California with bathroom shit clearly didn't move the needle for them to change the law. And this is California, so California. I'm really surprised. This was Hollywood. Really surprised at this. Hollywood. So they hadn't changed their policy, but a cis woman being treated badly <laughs> and being assumed to be male and having you and forced by management to use the male's restroom right that was the catalyst oh my gosh <laughs> no we, we can't use force women who look masculine presented to use the men's restroom oh my gosh no we have to change That's that ironic mm-hmm. so they wouldn't change it if it was one of the girls oh no which which me my question is <clears throat> to y'all is if because 
Trump is doing a lot of things. If, you know, it does become a day where, you know, the girls have to show identification or they're making um, certain ramifications so that you can't use the restroom that you identify with. What's going to happen to the girls that... The, the cisgender people who look more like the opposite sex because there's some men who are soft mm-hmm. and they look like studs so what happened when y'all forced to go to, to the women's restroom or forced to show your ID or your, or your ID favorite. or just you know being extra because mm-hmm. there are some women who are are aren't at passing it comes from the transphobia well they're not thinking. supposed to be passing, passing you gotta be passable us. if you was born with a pus <laughs> <laughs> but are they passing? They're just being themselves. Like if you, if you, if they look like a dude, but they're a girl and identify, identify as a girl, then they're not really passing. They're just being themselves. It's just what I look like. <laughs> I was being. I know. I'm just saying. I'm like, is it passing or? Um, I don't know. It just feels so. I just not shocking because I know transphobia affects people who are. Who straddle the line either either intentionally or unintentionally mm-hmm. to the straddle the line of queerness. So sometimes people like if if their look straddles that line, where you may look queer, mm-hmm. but they may not be doing it intentionally. It's just how they look because how facial facial features and um, sometimes your style of dress can mm-hmm. be a little queer or androgynous and. If people are not picking up that you are cisgendered, they can make some assumptions. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I don't know. Recently, I saw a post and I wanted to know what y'all thought about it. So, have y'all seen that post with that that says this is a trans woman and then this is a trans woman and it's Laverne and then then somebody that kind of looks like a guy? Oh. But they're saying it's a trans woman. I Have haven't seen, seen that gag. Mm-hmm. I mean, but the, I mean, <clears throat> what are they saying? It's kinda... they're trying to be shady. Like, oh, they they. So the because we all come in all different shapes, forms, the, and I have to admit that this is something that I I don't want to call it a blind spot. It's not a blind spot. It's just. I'm not here at this level of understanding of the point of this reference because we are more binary. Our goal is to blend, right? Yeah, well, shit, I don't know, man. <laughs> Anymore? You done changed? <clears throat> I don't know. Like, at this point, I know, like, I know that thinking that looking a certain type of way comes from transphobia like thinking you can assume what somebody is if they're cis trans intersex based off looks is kind of like i'm slowly not giving a fuck but i know that i do things for my sake like what i want for myself aesthetically mm-hmm. more and right. more but does it blend uh, i wouldn't say blend just what i want to see i don't know so it's, you basically make choices based on how you feel, not based on what pe- you feel people want to see. Because I always think of my transness in the <clears throat> lines of, hey, what if I were blind? Or, hey, what if I were 
what if I couldn't hear? Mm-hmm. And it always is like kind of the same. Cause like, I felt like my body moves differently than it once did. It was a little more wiggle and jiggle before it just stops throwing, made me uncomfortable. It was like titties was moving more, ass was moving more. My But you voice, didn't want that, right? Yeah, I didn't want that. So like, it's just the way I move is different. The way I feel my body when I'm taking a shower, how my how I can feel my muscles, how my voice vibrates my whole body now. It's just like I think of terms of not necessarily blending, but that is a major factor because I know a lot comes with not blending socially. But if we can get past this, and also I think in terms of that, if we can get past the transphobia part, what would I still want for myself? And it would be the same thing as what I'm trying to achieve now. So, like, I'm one of those people that want hysterectomy, want bottom surgery, and so. So, I can't find the meme, but basically, it was Laverne Cox on the top, and on the bottom, it was a person with a full beard, like an afro. It looks like a guy. Mm. And, but they said they're a trans woman. Were they trying to say it was a trans man, maybe? No. They were, uh. I was on the post, and they specifically was like, I can't explain it because I'm not them, and I didn't understand, and I couldn't. Um, they was trying, basically probably was trying to say trying there's to no funny. difference. No, they weren't trying to be funny. Oh. I, I'm, that's why I'm bringing it up. They weren't. <laughs> oh. They were it's, totally it serious. Like, but to make the comparison seems like shade. Not really. Not really. So if you think on a different, on a different level, okay, yeah, we all identify different. We all look like, we all look different. Things. So these these two different type of varieties of trans people are still the same. Are still identified as trans. So I get it. Because I think of it in terms of what if a trans woman still identified as a woman but decided not to be on moms and decided to just be right. And this is this is what this person was. Okay, like a person, but. God, I I don't know. Like it, for me, I'm not. I don't understand it. Like, mm. yeah, I, I, I know you're not. Because like, I still get a distinct... it, but I'm just, I'm so from a different generation. Like I, and that might be wrong. I might just be like a dinosaur. <laughs> uh, no, I. But even because I look at two spirit people a lot as an example of just being and being embraced in the culture i look at cultures like that then and there's why, still like a distinct difference in then being why able say to a trans, why say a woman if then why not just say two spirit like if you're right. non-binary you right. know what i'm saying like if you right. are not <laughs> it's those boxes that's like yeah, make like, things complicated why are you choosing not that it's i'm not saying that it's okay it just confuses me it confuses mm. me and and i know as a trans woman i don't need to understand like as long mm-hmm. as i respect you if you say that you're a woman even though you sitting here looking like mm. a man a man i'm going to be i'm going to be like uh, uh, hmm. so i think i would is, have to have an in-depth conversation like and so we where you was, are mentally it, hmm. She was having an in-depth conversation, and I. St- it was really, I don't want to say triggering. I didn't join in the conversation because I'm just listening, because I'm, I was trying to just listen to the point of view. And so. The oh, they point, were talking. 
they were listen they were te- it was on the Facebook post and everybody was commenting and back and forth back and forth and it was a public one and so the person was the person who was on the bottom of the screen so it was the meme was this is a trans woman and this is a trans woman and so the point was just because I don't look like a woman to you doesn't mean that that's not what I identify. So don't misgender me. Don't um, disrespect my womanhood. But like this person literally, like if I saw this person walking down the street, it would be, I would have thought this was a man. This isn't like, it's no attempt, no attempt to live in the box of womanhood as far as how they present. Mm -hmm. And that, and then you use the words like, now I get what you're saying, but uh-huh. apart, but the verbiage is what throws it off. It's and, the word and, you and use. And also, we're such a visual species, right? So it would be hard for me on our first meeting. Not hard if we if I've talked to you and we sat down and had a conversation about how you identify. Mm-hmm. But if I walked into a room and just saw you. And I and I um, walked up to you. I would assume that you were a guy, mm-hmm. and so I would say I might say something that have to do with manhood. Like I go, like I would say he, or I might say, "Hey, how you doing? So are you? Is it like you say somebody came into the store and I needed to some? I'm a, I work retail, and I would say, "Hey, hey, sir, can I be find something? I might say that mm-hmm. because I, on my first meeting with you, because you have a beard. You have a hair, uh, your hair's his hair wasn't, her hair wasn't cut like a, um, like short. It just was like, it was kind of like um, Jay-Z has his now. Mm. Where the full beard, like a little mini natural fro, mm. regular guy clothes. Guy clothes? So no attempt, like absolutely no attempt to present as a woman so imagine if those are the type of people and now that sounds like shady but but imagine mm, imagine because we can work through it say it right but i don't want to seem like i'm being a shady but i mean imagine going to the restroom and there's a trans woman that looks like that and they're saying oh i'm trans and you come out the restroom and they're male presenting they look Uh like uh, a cis man Mm -hmm. all the way no attempt it would be confusing to me. I mean, but confusing. we go to. But we all like. I'm not. I'm, I wouldn't discredit their their transness just because I know we're all different. But uh-huh. it would. It would. It would be different. It would be confusing. Yeah. It don't because because what really made me be like oh is when I went to gay clubs for like the first time mm-hmm. and like everybody used all the different restrooms and I'm like. There was never no problem. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I didn't think about any of that. Yeah, and nobody else was. It's either. not. I don't. That's really an interesting think about point, it In the bathroom thing, I just think about in. Like, is this what we're? And so, like, I'm like, is that? Is this what we're trying to change? Like, is it the the norm for us to gender people? Like, is this what we're trying to change? But then, then why not be non-binary? Like, not why not say. I want to be called they, them, and the, they, them, there. you know, there. Then it lets me know that that sounds like I'm intentionally trying to kill the boxes. But if you specifically want to be called her, she, woman, 
you're choosing a box. You're choosing a norm to be on the side, but then you are not presenting at all. Like, I'm not talking about a person who I have on girl clothes and you might see a little stubble on my face after I shave. We're talking about somebody who's intentionally growing their beard, intentionally wearing boy clothes, intentionally looks like a stereotypical cis male, but saying I'm a woman. But then I have to, but then I have to say, like, if this was a cis woman who totally didn't follow the norms of womanhood and who dressed, you know, real dapper, like a man in men's clothes, doesn't wear anything girly, would I even question it? And because this person is asking themselves, because this person is labeling themselves a trans woman, I'm questioning it and I'm making it seem like it's confusion. But if it was a cis stud, I would not even be confused. You get what I'm saying? Like, I would not even think of it as confusion because she is just dressed like I'm just thinking her as a cis woman dressed more masculine. So, okay, this I see that all the time. So I wouldn't think it. But is it some kind of internalized transphobia that I'm questioning this trans woman saying that I'm a trans woman, but I'm presenting like this masculine look? I'm like... and i get it like okay Uh cool you're a woman but i feel like there should be a i don't know i was about to say there should be a level of understanding that you live in a world of norms and there are going to be a lot of mistakes that happen when it comes to your gender if you're doing if you're presenting in the total opposite of your identity yeah and then so then i have to ask myself okay I get it. But am I supposed... Like, is this what we're changing? Like, is this what we're fighting to change for it to be okay for people to do that? I don't know if it's that's the right word. I, I would know. say so. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I would say so. I feel, But I that's, feel like people are not ready for that yet. Ever. Is it, I don't think nobody's ever? ready to, like, go to the... I keep talking about the restroom, I guess because that's my topic, but I don't think nobody's ready for, you know, the the type of restroom that you go to when you go to the gay club. But I feel like before that would happen, mm -hmm. people would want to get rid of those boxes at all. So I don't really see that, like, that cold switch just happening Mm -hmm. like that. If that makes sense. Like, I feel like they would be like, they and them before they would be like i'm a trans woman i don't know like i don't know i feel like people would categorize like if being on that higher consciousness of people accepting those type of people and embracing that then i feel like we would already be past those boxes though that trans woman and it would just be like this is a person type of thing and so that would make sense to me like if you're choosing to pick a label that is more along the lines of, you know, I want to get rid of them boxes. But if you're choosing a label that's within the binary, like if you're mm-hmm. choosing, I'm a woman, by, by identifying as a woman, you're participating in the binary. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? You're partic- By saying, oh, I'm a woman, mm-hmm. you are participating in the man and woman you know binary the binary boxes. you see what i'm saying you're participating mm-hmm. in that now if you said okay i'm non-binary so where you fall is whatever mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying but by choosing this really specific end of the binary as your label participating in the label in how that is how that presents but then also choosing to 
physically present in the total opposite as one. And so somebody brought up, like somebody who, a trans woman that wants to transition. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Somebody that wants to transition, but they medically cannot do it. Like they medically can't get in, get hormones, get on hormones because of whatever medical condition they have. They can't. Mm -hmm. And so my thing was, but you still can shave. Like you don't got to walk around with a beard. And you still can get surged. Like I've seen this one trans woman. She just she just look like a woman bodybuilder. That um, it's so I many that things that you can do. But then what if they don't want to do it? And then that makes sense. I'm like, I don't know. It just it's I don't know. I I, I didn't really. This is one of my areas that I gotta grow in mm-hmm. because I don't really understand and I can't explain it well enough to understand mm-hmm. because I'm like, I'm just from a different era. That makes sense. And I sound like some old racist person or some old cishet <laughs> um, <assistant> person. <laughs> yeah. But, but, <clears throat> but I'm not saying that I won't respect them. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that I want any them not to have any kind of fair treatment. And I'm not saying that I won't attempt to try. I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. And I feel it does cause a little bit of confusion. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it confused, like us trying to explain it was kind of like on that kind of confusion line like all three of us and i do want to uh make a statement about what i just said saying that i seen someone that a trans woman that kind of looked like a bodybuilder not because they just naturally look like but she she got her face done she got her breast done and she looks like she works out like she you know got like she's working out really really well yeah yeah but it's it's sickening for her yeah she likes it and i get it i get i get if you like it but it just i feel like not Bruce almost. Jenner. She's not giving that. I didn't that. say Bruce Jenner. I oh. said Christina Bruce. Who's that? It's a it's a popular trans woman who is like a fitness person. Mm-hmm. Christina Bruce. She's her. She transitioned and she just switched. I think she she's does bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Um and um she did porn. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Um, not that I know of, but it could be possible. But mm-hmm. um I don't know. She dyed him. No, she's white with blonde hair. Oh, okay. The person Christina I'm Bruce. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't. I just like my first mind is like you're asking for it, but then I feel like that's wrong. Asking to, to like be um like misgendered, discriminated against. Not no 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 no. Not just. I'm talking about if um you asking to be ridiculed. Not ridiculed. No, nobody should be ridiculed. I'm not. I don't want any discrimination. Anything, but I can see people. Yes, navigating the world mm-hmm. and assuming that you're a guy mm-hmm. because everything that you are presenting is that mm-hmm. it'd be different if you were even in the middle like you was androgynous mm-hmm. but you're not like everything your clothes you keeping your beard your hair your mustache everything there is nothing distinguishing you as a woman at all you're choosing to fit like every norm of a man like you're 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 fitting the mold and but you're saying that you identify as a woman people say the same thing about trans men that like to wear dresses and um don't be on hormones and decide to have sex from their front hole it's just it's kind of dealing with the same thing right now. 
like it's similar people are like i don't understand and then like people are talking about the difference between gender dysphoria and gender euphoria i don't get it but it's just like it's people have to understand not all trans people are spokespeople for trans people yeah not at all not all of even we're like oh oh every day sexual position I get that. Like, yeah, I can yeah, get, yeah, yeah, You yeah. can like whatever the fuck you want when right, it comes right, to right. how you have sex. But I would, I think the same thing. I think I do. I like the comparison of if a trans guy is not on hormones, that's wearing dresses, and you tell me you're a guy and you look everything presenting like a girl, it's hard for me to understand that. Like, mm-hmm. especially... It's different if you say you're non-binary because then I'm expecting you to be in that gray area about gender. You're going to have a dress on one day, makeup and lipsticks. and You're going to mix it up. That's what Mm -hmm. I expect from non-binary people. Mm -hmm. And so I get it. But if you choose a side, like if you choose one side of the binary and then you are presenting as a total opposite side it just, it's it's strange to me i i can't explain it i can't explain it to people who like if i'm trying to get people to understand you i wouldn't be the right one person for them to talk to you see what i'm saying not that i want you to get discriminated against or ridiculed mm-hmm. or um mm-hmm. i want you to be understood but I, Diamond Styles, would not be the, like so for you, Z. Like mm-hmm. if somebody came to me that didn't know anything about trans men, I feel like I couldn't totally represent your demographic because I'm not a trans man. Mm-hmm. But I could talk to them enough because I'm educated enough about trans men mm-hmm. to talk to them and give them at least a one on one conversation. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Uh, maybe a little bit deeper than one on one. You see what I'm saying? But that particular demographic of people. I would not be able to explain that to somebody mm-hmm. besides, I don't know. They're just, that's just kind of different. I don't understand that myself. You would have to talk to somebody like that. Well, how do you feel? Cause we were just talking about earlier how I was saying, huh, I don't really have HIV. Cause we were talking about the breakthrough scientists were able mm-hmm. to cure HIV now. And I was saying, hmm, I don't know if I would be a good spokesperson for that. I don't really know if that's my place because I don't really have that. And then our conversation went on. Well, I think that's different because we all are affected by HIV. We all, because it's out here, Mm. we are all protecting ourselves from it. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or, well, uh, if you're living a healthy lifestyle or you, um, or it's a part of your care, Mm -hmm. like we all want to protect ourselves or um like that's something that affects all of us mm-hmm. so i think that's when it comes to like a disease i think that is different than identity hmm. you see what i'm saying like in regards to um well mia was just saying how the lady uh-huh. the cis lady mm-hmm. had got stopped and they probably was thinking this ain't got nothing to do with me mm-hmm. but huh Wait, say to explain that a little bit more. Like me, it was the cis lady. Like cis people think trans, like me having to do with bathroom issues, don't really have nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, can we be the spokespeople? But that's still an identity issue and how you present. So mm-hmm. how she was presenting and the assumptions about her presenting 
what affected her day-to-day life in that moment mm-hmm. so that's how she and that's how what we do on a on a regular basis so that's how we can kind of connect so when it comes to for me when it comes to that particular incident i don't understand it enough to i can like i can sympathize and understand that oh this would be oh talk about the identity itself itself right gotcha. i couldn't explain it because i don't okay. understand it like it doesn't make sense gotcha. like if a cis person's like okay i understand the trans men and a trans woman that want they were born one way and going to you know the other gender okay i get it but what about these people that yeah somebody they say they're a woman but they look like a man or they say they're a man and they look like a woman i'm confused about them yeah somebody asked me um do you think trans men are less less than a man something like that if they want to wear dresses and stuff i said no but if you got me to go into detail about it like how i'm just like well they whatever they they like clothes you clothes don't make the person that's all i know yeah that's as far as i may be able to go i would just be like that's just how they i (laughs) just like i could because i'm i'm in the dark about it too because i don't understand it it was weird it was it where is derogatory um not weird it just was i don't know i can't i i I don't know. I just couldn't be in that position. I think <laughs> it'd be a battle I can't fight. I think it would be ignorant of a person to say they kind of know anything for sure. Because, like, you know how people go into detail about why we're not real men and why we're not real women and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how are you so sure? So it's kind of like I see it in that context of what people ask me. Do I see them any differently? It's like, I don't know. Like, I'm just here and I just know that I. I can see my alignment with their situation. So it's like I'm out of the quote unquote norm. So and I know they deserve their respect and that's that. Yeah, it's more <laughs> out of it's more out of understanding of the of being in the other space. Or so just when humanizing that, someone. Yeah. Yeah. When I when I'm in the other space, like because I know what other being a other feels like, mm-hmm. I can relate to that. So I'm gonna automatically say, Oh well, um, yes, of course. That's that's their identity, and that's how they feel. But mm. on the inside of me, I'm like, I'm confused by this too, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but don't get them together. Don't don't try to make them feel different in front of me. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm be gonna on go their side. On yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be on their side because mm. this is their identity. Like that person's post, I had so many questions, but because of how she was reacting to other people. Mm. I didn't want to ask because I felt like everything I asked was going to be ignorant. Because <laughs> I, I was confused as hell. I, I didn't understand. Because it almost was like they were just saying, this is how I want to present as a, as physically as a man, but I want to identify as a woman. <laughs> you remember when we first started the podcast? Uh-huh. One of our episodes, I don't know. I, I think you were here, Z. Yeah, you were. Um... I was talking about there should be like a handbook that the girls follow. Like if you don't do this, 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 and this, then you're not trans. And how now my way of thinking has has changed now that I've met non-binary trans people and people who don't find uh, fall into those norms. And I've actually like met them and and normalized it. And it's like everybody doesn't fall into those norms that 
everybody tries to put themselves in. Like everybody's their own person. You can't take that away from them. I personally feel like, and anybody. I guess that's the explanation, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really I guess it. that's really what you just said. Is really the bottom line. Everybody's different. Everybody. If you don't got to understand the motherfucking norms to to humanize them, to humanize them. So right. yeah, so I can be confused as the fuck I want, but you respect can respect it. Yeah, <laughs> respect it. <laughs> and, that's, and that's what I was doing. I think by by not participating in that conversation, although I had tons of questions. <laughs> I just was like, let me see how this plays out. Let me watch. Let me just Somebody's listen and learn. I don't feel like I came from the conversation learning anything. I still was kind of confused. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand. I didn't know where the block was, but that's where I was. Oh my God. I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch I am community is fuck (laughs) so thank you I really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. All right. So I was on um, Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I came across this link is uh, gaystarnews.com and mm-hmm. it says scientists succeed in destroying HIV infected cells. And that was very interesting to me. I was like, oh, okay. So I kind of went into detail and made me want to kind of go into depth about, you know, a trans man and um, trans women um, mm-hmm. and just everybody, period, you know, how we're affected. So, I went on cdc.gov. It says from 2009 to 2014, 2000, around 2,000 transgender people were diagnosed with HIV in the United States. 84% were transgender women, 15% were transgender men, and less than 1% had another gender identity. Um, Multiple factors have put transgender people at risk for HIV Infection and transmission, including multiple sexual partners, anal or vaginal sex without condoms or medicines to prevent HIV, injecting hormones or drugs with shared syringes and other drug paraphernalia, paraphernalia, (laughs) you said it right, um, commercial sex work, Mm -hmm. mental health issues, incarceration, homelessness, unemployment and high Mm -hmm. levels of substance misuse compared to the general population as well as violence and lack of family support. So, you know, I was thinking about these numbers, right, Um, as far as trans men. I was like, whoa, like the first thing I thought was like 84% of trans women out of that study. That's a high number. Like, And then Diamond was explaining um, how trans women are more targeted 
easy easily as well i mean as far as that study on hiv folks Mm -hmm. um you know because i'm sure a lot of people see y'all as gay men yeah they lump us in. they group us to the other so because we were born male they lump us in the msm Mm-hmm. section of research and because that's a high risk section mm-hmm. you're gonna get a lot of our numbers in the statistic it's gonna be kind of skewed towards mm-hmm. getting us because when they do outreach and they when they do research they go to the gay male clubs the gay male centers the one that centers gay maleness mm-hmm. and msm men who have sex with men mm-hmm. they go in that and they lump us into that because right. they don't have a separate study for us. And it's the same thing with you guys because mm-hmm. they lump y'all in with cis women. So they don't think of y'all as high risk. Right. And let me do a quote from the one that I got. This is because he kind of sums it up mm-hmm. before you continue. Because mm-hmm. um, he kind of sums it up into why um, why this is really important. So this is a trans guy. And he says, I want to kind of let you in on a little secret transgender gay men are not heterosexual women we do not have sex like women do our behavioral risk factors are the same as the behavioral risk fat risk factors of gay men because big surprise we are gay men sometimes we have anal sex sometimes we have vaginal sex we have sex in bathhouses, perhaps with 20 or more guys in one <laughs> evening not all of us but some of us we cruise hookup spots in the twilight hours at volunteer park we meet guys on Scruff, Grinder, Craigslist for a casual hook off, bust a nut, and hook up, bust a nut, and go home. Some of us use poppers, crystals, and other drugs associated with gay party and play scene. We are at high risk of HIV, just like cisgender MSMs are, and we are being ignored. We are being discounted. We are and. He pointed out that a lot of trans men are, have participated in prep studies in Seattle, mm-hmm. but in other parts of the country, he's heard about people like trans men being excluded from studies mm-hmm. when it comes to medication. Didn't you have experience yeah, like that? Yeah, I basically, uh, oh my gosh, basically it was this college that was paying people like gift cards, I think, for being a part of an HIV study. Um, and they actually had the label transgender woman, transgender man, and, um, cis, like, like woman and man, something like that. No, I think just gay male. It was gay male, transgender man, and transgender woman. Those were the three categories. And, um, which, which says a lot. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'll be a part of it. I've done sex work. Um, uh, I would like to, you know, kind of put a, put a you know um i don't know just be a part of it goddamn mm-hmm. so um they had this like this this survey as to how you would if you would be disqualified or qualified and so basically i was i wasn't qualified so i was like how is this possible so basically it was something like have you had anal sex or something and they didn't include anything about you know the vagina so trigger warning if anybody um they didn't have anything about that so i was disqualified because i put that i haven't had anal sex with anybody any guys so 
I was like, I emailed them about it. I was like, I'm confused about this. I don't get it. Um, it's a lot of trans guys that have sex with their front hole. And how could you include us in the study and not that not be a given? So it kind of like, or not a given, but not be a, a thought. <laughs> right. And so they was like, oh, okay, we'll change it and blah, 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 blah. And you could be a part of it. Uh, we have to get approval from some somebody that funds the the organization. That's so, dumb. Yeah, because that's basically saying that trans women don't use their front part. Right. That too. That uh, could be that too. But it's but well, this is what happens when you don't have representation representation on these boys that are creating these tests mm-hmm. representation re- representation in the meetings when they are creating these um surveys creating these mm-hmm. research creating any of that when you don't have when you have cisgender people doing it mm-hmm. and they are not from the community or have intimate knowledge of the community you have mm-hmm. holes in studies like this yeah and so i was on hiv plus mag um dr jessica rogsnish uh, primary care doctor at Capitol Hill Medical um, and LGBTQ clinic in Seattle, Washington says testosterone causes thinning and dryness of vaginal mucosa, whatever that is. I've never heard that. <laughs> um, I, always, I always heard mucus, but um, which increases risk of bleeding and tearing during sex. While there aren't studies specifically looking at this, I believe trans men may be at higher risk of contracting HIV if exposed to the virus compared to cisgender women. So that was another, like, eye-opener to think about. It was like, ah, because they do say cis women are more likely to get, I mean, are easier to get um, STIs, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And show signs of having the STI quicker. So, um, I for some reason I could believe that trans men, of course, are higher at a higher risk due to all the different imbalances that could happen as far as down there. So, um, and the tearing, because I think one mm-hmm. of the reasons that I read that, um, that because of the tearing in anal wall, mm-hmm. it just gets things in your bloodstream quicker. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. so if you're having more vaginal tearing. I can see why that would make you at a higher risk. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And also, Dr. Aza Radix, um, a medical expert on trans issues, says that while there's been no formal research on the efficacy of PrEP in trans men who have or are in the process of hormone replacement therapy. Um, oh, wait, I don't know why I said while wow, there. <laughs> well, she says that there has been no formal research on the efficacy of PrEP um, in trans men. There is unlikely oh wait what okay sorry you might have that <laughs> okay i don't know how i wrote this okay all cis women have some testosterone and there's a wide variation in testosterone levels in cis and trans men there really isn't a reason why prep would not work on trans men on t um there are obvious differences between cis and trans guys who have sex for men um for those who have front sex with Oh, for those who have has front sex, we need to screen for pregnancy and STI testing needs to include trike. I don't know if you heard of trike. That's another preventative drug. No, it's another STI. Oh, yeah. So what um, is it like? Do you know? 
like it's, the specific. It's like it's similar to gonorrhea. Oh. I I think or si- similar to vaginos like trichono trichomoniasis T R bacteria vaginosis is that what you're talking about? No, no T R yeah. Spell it. T R I C H. Oh, trick. That's oh. old school. That's old. They in the eighties. They call it trick. Oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not that old. But that's. <laughs> I heard my my mama and my people call it trick. Oh, I, I call it like, a oh, trick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, trick. Like it's like you know, like the clap is an old school word. Is that uh, bugs in your your hairs? That's crabs. <laughs> But, no, but what no. is it? What is it? it makes the vagina itchy and um, dry? Everything can make discharge. Itchy, and discharge all that. Because I know bacteria vaginosis dries it up, make it itchy and red. Chlamydia is a clap. Mm. Trick is that word, that long medical word. Mm-hmm. Trick. These are all what my generation, my my mother. And their adult com- he's mm-hmm. dropping on their adult conversations. These are mm-hmm. the names of STDs that I knew about. Not I didn't know the scientific name for them, mm-hmm. but I know that clap was a disease. I know that trick was a disease. I know um, the burning was gonorrhea. I know crabs was the insects mm-hmm. that from even younger, but. I haven't heard our generation, my generation, or younger, like your generation, call something trick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's such an old school word. But yeah, yeah that's a trick. Yeah, I, that's, that's a trick. <laughs> but what's also interesting is I've I've had a STD before, prior, before doing sex work. And when I went there, they were kind of like, oh, they were confused. Mm-hmm. As to who I was having sex with, they was really confused. It was like, oh, oh, okay, because they assumed I was a cis guy. Mm-hmm. So like they were like really confused. But I know, but I I felt, I don't know. I kind of tried to see the brighter light in it as to how okay, if I have to be the first person, if so the next person can be comfortable, that's fine. Like I was in that mindset, but like it was like it, it felt like a very it moment, but. As long as people could, you know, increase their studies, then I'm fine with it. Okay, but are you um, more comfortable with male doctors or female doctors? Either one, like as long as you. No, I wouldn't say that. With with cis women, eh, it's kind of weird. So you would prefer a man? Yeah, I would not. But also, this says the concern says radix. Um, Why? Go ahead. <laughs> Oh. But I don't want to leave this part of the conversation with. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why would you prefer a man? No, I said I would not. I mean, why would you not prefer a man, doctor? Um, because I, I, for well, this is just me logically thinking. <laughs> I wouldn't think that a woman would sexualize me more than a man, even though this is a profession. I could see a man just being just extra about everything or making me feel weird versus a woman i don't know what's interesting i've never felt that way and i'm the i know shay i'm the one with the vagina but mm. i've never felt that way what's that got to do with that men i don't know men seem to sexualize vaginas pretty easily uh, yeah, so you, never, <laughs> you never thought like that oh that, makes that was shade nigga no, I wasn't was trying to throw shade. I'm the one with the vagina. I'm, I'm being, I'm being extra. <laughs> um, I'm Man, trying to think. Let's get up my tippy toe. I just don't like being naked in front of people. Yeah, I don't. I'm not comfortable. Period. I, that I 
hate being tested. <laughs> I hate going for physicals. I hate being nude. It feels yeah. humiliating. Even if you're not sexualizing me, it still feels awkward for me. Yeah. Well, for me to be in front of a person that's that not, you don't know, that I don't know, with tits and a dick. I well see I got my my um STD thing done by a family doctor so I had been coming to her since I was young oh, so I would go to like if I would go to Waco where I'm from and go to her practice <laughs> just yeah. to go see her because I was comfortable but it makes a big difference though it mm-hmm. does make a difference but if you waxing me you definitely gonna get in there and wear it out and if I pay you my coin I'm unbothered cause I gave you a coin so hide your emotions and get to waxing my um oh, well, that, see I couldn't do that I ain't never went to get waxed my my main doctor is a, a cis guy and <laughs> like you asking me that's kind of like mm, you know my main doctor's sister I honestly didn't. but it makes me more comfortable because he's a OBGYN too oh yeah yeah oh, yeah that makes a huge ass <laughs> difference <laughs> right oh, so he's a OBGYN most of his well if not all of his um patients are cis women um and he don't treat me no differently it's just like oh Every time I go in there, he don't even be remembering. He don't be remembering that thing. He he repeats the same thing three or four times. He be know what he's talking about. He be like, he'll say, yeah, so we're going to do this. And then like a couple of seconds later, he be like. I can't imagine him not remembering a transgender man. (laughs) Yeah, he'd probably be like, because I remember he did one recording. He was like, yes, he's unclockable. Like He was just doing the most. You have unclockable results. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You are doing really well. <laughs> These results are unclockable. <laughs> right. Oh, so is he white? He got yes. to be white. Yeah, because yeah. I never use the white words. <laughs> right. But I'm not your thought. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel comfortable with him, especially knowing that he's an OBGYN. So as long as you know what you're doing, like, if you have, like, I don't know, if you have some knowledge on what you're dealing with in front of you, then we cool. Mm-mm. I just got this really <laughs> bad judgment about men. I just think that all men are perverts. So I just would not want to be sitting in front. I don't care if you professional or not. You think I'm a pervert? Anyway, so <laughs> for me, <laughs> I just be going to random motherfuckers. I have, really? I have a very difficult time finding a primary care doctor with the training that I need, that the bedside manner that I need, the comfortableness that I need. I just be going to random people like, oh, just let me just go make an appointment and then leave. Uh-huh. Like, go make an appointment, get my test, and just call me if I have <laughs> something. Like, it's just kind of, uh, I just, I wish I had a primary doctor that I was comfortable with. But I got to go all the way to wake up. Yeah, I wish I did. But, and I had some trans people suggest some people so i must i'm gonna hit them up again because i feel like i would be more comfortable if i went to the same person but i also don't want one that like everybody go to me either that's why really? i go to the same one no. i go to but i want i don't know I don't what's know. that got to do with anything i don't know i just i just i don't know it just, i feel you got you see all the trainees yeah that would be weird <laughs> to me i don't know <laughs> trigger word <laughs> trigger warning 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel comfortable. Go ahead. To finish it off, the Dr. Raddick said, the concern is that trans men are often not informed about PrEP and providers may not take comprehensive sexual health and substance use histories. So providers may not even be aware of risk factors and the need for PrEP. This is one of the main reasons why the uptake is low for all people of trans experience. Um, one of the doctors, another one of the doctors said, we're going to ask for more money to study the trans and non-conforming folks separately because we can't keep studying them the same. So the doctors know it's an issue. But we got to really be really, really clear. Let me give a little bit more context. Um, like this literally cannot continue. Like trans men already have a 41% greater chance at suicide attempt. Mm-hmm. Like it's just every year I hear about a trans men killing itself. Like it's mm-hmm. their their rates are really really high. I wonder why though. Do you think but it's, it's higher toxic masculinity? It's higher in cis men than cis women too though. Yeah, it's got yeah. Some, it's something rates. to do with mental. The testosterone. I have my thoughts, but we can talk about that in another show. Testosterone hmm. for <laughs> trans folks who survive society as a large we. For us to then face incompetent medical professionals who use the wrong pronouns, who refuse to listen to us, who cannot or who are will not answer questions about how our body works. Um, we have to fight for like the basics of healthcare. We're not even talking about super healthcare. We're talking about the fucking basics when it comes to um, HIV prevention, when it comes to um, the fight for the treatment. Um, it's like we be sometimes we're cast so far aside that it's almost too late to prevent an infection mm-hmm. because you're not studying us and you don't care about us or you think we're not at high risk um, until we affect you you see what I'm saying it's that yeah. spe- specifically trans men in that regard um, mm. still no matter how far we how much we fight we cannot bypass our doctors to independently investigate research about HIV because we don't have the fucking resources to do yeah. that ourselves so y'all have to do it like y'all have to get y'all shit together um, and there has it's just really we have not been included into research so there's no research that has been done and so this is just kind of unacceptable trans men specifically are like an invisible and although you know we don't like to be lumped in with M SMs, mm-hmm. men who have sex with men. But at least because we're lumped in with them, the treatment kinda is geared towards our community. Do mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. we can get some type of preventative measures. But trans men are part of the individual. They're like a dying, like literally dying group of men being left to face the threat of HIV with no one to hear them, no research taking notice, and no public health officials actually acknowledging their plight. So this really literally has to change. The HIV epidemic of the 80s and 90s really does not have to repeat itself. We have the tools, we have the knowledge to prevent HIV. Mm -hmm. We just need the medical professionals and the researchers and advocates to step up and make it happen now. Like you really literally have to do it. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. So my topic <laughs> is actually a message from a um a listener. So here we go. 
Mm. Hey, Miss Diamond. I'm sure you get questions a lot from motherfuckers. LOL. But something that I feel... <laughs> but I have something that I feel my internet auntie could point me in the right direction on. That's so cute. So I just turned 25 about a month ago and mm-hmm. I've been torn about transitioning. I began around 15 to 16 to kind of subtly transition, but I really wasn't. I was I, I was trying to, but I ended up being rejected by my father and my family. So I decided to just be a butch, butch queen because it seemed like that was the only way to be accepted. A few years ago, my father died and I realized I have extreme voids, which I see now as like my gender dysphoria. But now I don't really have anybody in stopping it. I decided that I'm going to start transitioning for me and fuck what everybody thinks. And I'm a little shook. But, like, I'm older, so puberty definitely has hit me hard. I'm shook about being passable and starting off so late. If you have any advice you're willing to share, I would love it. So, before I give my advice, what is some of y'all advice about this person who's just starting off transitioning? What do y'all suggest for new transitioners? Because I have a lot of stuff, so I want to... Me too. <laughs> I'll let Z go first. No, you go first. Well, Thank Z, you. you're the newest out of all of us. Uh, <laughs> well. Bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> uh, that's true. But um, but since you've been in the game longer, don't you? <laughs> okay, so bloop, I'm bloop, second. Bloop, bloop. Dominic's last. I well, can go. I, I, I guess I could say my piece. Okay, so mm, don't I would say just for well for me what I did was I just let the process happen. Like I took the I, I immediately just took the initiatives that I wanted to take first. Like I didn't try to rush into anything. I just tried to take everything step by step. Um and just enjoy that moment because i knew the moment wasn't gonna last forever so um i would take like pictures if that's your thing i would take pictures and you know just leave them alone you don't have to look at them if you don't want to or something simple like that you know to to focus on the future like to to look at something like your future like just to look look forward to something um about new beginnings you know you're evolving as a person um just transition of life you know um also just not focus too much on the physical just let things happen like just just stay consistent on what you feel is best for you to stay consistent on just let the process happen don't think too much about certain stuff but however i feel like i have certain privileges as a trans man so it's kind of like I don't know how we intertwine as a trans woman how that would incorporate with anything but this is just for me like I don't know like I because what I did was I, I'm not gonna lie I went recluse like I just use it as a spiritual journey rather than like me transitioning it was more like I'm just going to make this into a spiritual journey into something to look forward to here's to new changes of my life I don't know <laughs> I don't I honestly don't know any advice because I know there's n- not one way to do it. So it's just like 
Okay. Maybe if y'all said something, it could make me think about stuff. But. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I am. My I, wait. Are we? Are you gonna be practical or are you gonna be <laughs> well, spiritual like Z? Z well, went kind of spiritual. What you gonna? You do? already know where I'm gonna go. Okay. I, okay. So, well, I don't know if you know, but <laughs> I would say, um, you because you, you stated that you you feel like you you may not be passable because you know puberty's already hit you in this and um. It sounds like that's something that may be your priority because that's something that you stated. So um, I would say that the first the first process or the first the first step would to be um, to change your legal documentation and um, stay on your hormones because I um, I've from. <laughs> if only y'all could see the diamonds like so like my face was like. my eyes was closed and my eyebrows was raised just just you know just hear me out you know because you said you want to be past listen y'all don't judge me i'm not judging documentation me what what the documentation being first okay go continue i'm just listening okay but i'm saying like well you know but get on your hormones yes now of course that's gonna be like the first Mm. step but get I on. I get what Diamond's saying. Uh, I do too. <laughs> so I'm saying from what I should have. That y'all, you know what? Y'all not finna. Oh, that's not what I was saying. No, I wasn't you saying know, that. You don't know like, what I was saying. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't say nothing. I'm just like uh-huh. I wouldn't be. I'm mm-hmm. thinking like the, I wouldn't think it because it mm-hmm. wasn't your first step. I'm saying. Uh-huh. Why doc- documentation? It. Like before moans, you didn't say moans first. Well, I would think that you would say get on moans first. Well, yeah, of course I'll get get on moans, but documentation helps you in the workplace. So right, if you I could, was saying the same thing. So what was you saying? She thought we was being shady. Y'all thought you bitches was trying to get cow keep it cute. Keep it real cute. Dr. Trump. You know it's Christmas. It's almost Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Bitch. But stay on your hormones. A lot of people don't understand that regardless of like surgeries, your hormones can make a big, big difference. Um, if that's not something that you can afford at the moment. And um, definitely save up if that's what you want to do. Start saving now. And it doesn't have to be a lot. Start say, uh, put a little, you know, like, like $50 one week, $50 here another week. As long as you like saving something that can go to whatever you want to do and figure out what is it about yourself that causes you the most dysphoria. Don't try to um, compare yourself to other trans women or trans people because that's going to like have you all over the place because you have to understand that we all have our own journeys. Some girls go say, y'all, bitch, you know, I don't give a fuck as long as I got body and that's what they do first. Or some people be like, oh, no, bitch, I got to get this mug together and and they get their mug done first. Or some people be like, oh, you know, I don't got to get my body done. I don't got to get my face done. I just want my documentation changed. So figure out what it is that you want. What type of woman do you do you feel that you are and what's important to you in your transition? Because you might be non-binary. You may not identify with just 
one or the other so figure out who you are like figure out like really take some time maybe go see a therapist or go to some groups where other trans women or uh make uh, not even trans women go um meet other people but definitely um start with your hormones and then your name change and start saving up for a surgery if that's something that you want to do because you you talking about possibility and and if you're going to get surgeries definitely google reviews about different doctors because you don't want to get botched once you get botched you got to get revisions and when you get revisions they might not go right and then it I just really, it goes from go ahead mm-hmm. i'm sorry i really no want to give a link about a good source where a lot of people get their surgeries and good doctors and stuff and they rate the doctors but i don't want well i don't really think weird creepy people with tip top on here i'm pretty sure they would but, but i'll put the link in the bottom just give me some okay money. it's just something that's very personal for a lot of people because they share their actual surgery so it's like mm. yeah, and i know how a lot of people react to our surgery so it's like i don't want that negative energy in there. oh that's true yeah. especially <sighs> yes yes i'm tired of it <laughs> yeah but definitely um that's something that i would consider and if you if if possibility is your tea um i I think ffs would be a go ahead she looked like she was about to cut me off and say something i was about to cut you off because i wanted to add just a layer of understanding to what z was talking about because we kind of just graze over it just now Mm -hmm. so what z is talking about is the especially when i said especially their surgeries trans men's bottom surgery has not come because of patriarchy i want y'all mm-hmm. to understand that has not come as far along scientifically as trans women's bottom surgery mm-hmm. so vinyl v- vaginoplasty is way far along when it comes to medical advancements mm-hmm. compared to phalloplasty is that how you say it? Phalloplasty. phalloplasty yeah so there's two different bottom surgeries, right? For it's two different, yeah. and it's two di- it's two different kinds in trans women too. Oh, really? But it's multiple procedures, da 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 da. Because men's fantasy and fetishization and all of that kind of stuff when it comes to creating the perfect woman's body, um, things like breast implants get advanced further. Um, their um, vaginoplasty, as we're talking about. Um, even like there's a market now for surgery that makes your pussy look better where you can adjust your lips and adjust all that kind of stuff because that is something that is marketed not only marketed but invested in the advancements in technology and te- technique and procedures in the vaginoplasty have advanced quicker than the advancement in technology in the phalloplasty and that's I just feel like that's because of patriarchy because the objectifications of a woman mm-hmm. body we want you to be the perfect woman if you're gonna turn to be a woman mm-hmm. and so they have put energy and technology into creating making the bottom surgery for a trans woman really really um, that's a privilege of being a trans woman when it comes in the medical field um, really really much more advanced than that now have they come a long way the phalloplasty have come a long way absolutely Mm-hmm. from years ago but yeah. sometimes when people see the result from 
a trans man's bottom surgery, that can be really, really disrespectful. It's even, rude. it's really, it's even, I've even seen it from trans men. Yeah, from trans, from anybody. So mm-hmm. that's why we wanted to, I wanted to bring that up because that was an educational moment mm-hmm. that's really intimate to our community and the people might not know that. So that's why he brought that up. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, yeah, just, um, the, the, well, f- to me, to be honest, um, and I'll leave with this. The as far as passability is concerned, um, my my thing is your mug. Like that's the first thing that you see. Your body could be out of there, but as long as like your mug is together, then you you good. What do you mean together, Mia? Dang. It just makes a, just it really makes a big difference, and and, it, and I'm saying I'm not saying this as like a personal type of judgment. I'm saying this based on um, a lot of before and after reviews that I've seen of trans women, like how they've just been like a, a lot of trans women, like oh my god, I wish I would have did that first. That should have been my first thing that I I got done. I got my my boobs done. I got my body done. But this was the thing that really made me feel good about myself. I didn't have to, I was wasn't misgendered i was i feel like i am myself now and i i feel like that's the big big step mm. that a lot of trans women have felt good about themselves but so, is yeah, it easily my, accessible it's not easily accessible so i said you don't pay a 50 dollars every two weeks if that's something that you can do you know whatever you can put <laughs> to the side it's expensive but what if you want to see progression what you mean quick I think get you three jobs, or you, you know, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get your coins. So that goes into my, my, because that literally is what I'm a little bit more practical. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, it went from sir, it went from spiritual. I don't know to to uh, to um yeah yeah we're gonna do this and mm-hmm. yeah then it's gonna be the <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so this is what you do so first of all you need multiple jobs as mia just said you need multiple jobs darling it's just what it is it could be two bullshit paying jobs like if you get a job paying ten dollars an hour eight dollars an hour fifteen dollars an hour where whatever your bullshit in your area get you two of them okay get you two jobs one to pay your bills and one to say for your surgery mm-hmm. because one job unless you got some sickening ass job but i'm talking about if you're a regular person that don't have you know any kind of resources any kind of privilege in regards to money mm-hmm. get you two jobs it don't matter if it's mcdonald's it don't matter if it's this i know mine was um two retail jobs so mm-hmm. i worked one in the morning one at night so this is what i did i said mornings on this job and um nights on this job but both of them jobs, I requested one day off. So I did part-time on both of them. I requested one day that both of them are off. You feel what I'm saying? So like Thursday was my day. So Thursday for both of my jobs, I said my availability, I'm not open on both on Thursdays on both jobs. So every week I had at least one day to fully sleep. But because I was part-time... You see what I'm saying? So let me mm-hmm. so, so they would schedule me like three days a week. So some days they would schedule me on the same day as my morning job and my night job. So some days I would go to work at nine o'clock, get off at three because I had my availability at this job from nine to three in the evening. So I would be like, I would go to work nine to three and then I would have an hour break and go to my other job from four to ten. So I would work all day on some days, but because they would only give me three or four days a week. 
some days I would just work at the morning job from nine to three. Mm. And some days I would work it just at the night job. So I was always rotating when I would sleep. Sometimes I would sleep in the day when I had to go to my morning job. Sometimes I was sleeping at night when I had to go to my night job. Mm-hmm. Now, if you got a good first job, then you okay. But I couldn't find a good first job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to get two jobs. One, I specifically took that money and paid and put that a, a total different account. Like I had an account that I didn't have a card to. I had a, I picked a bank that only had one branch that was far away from me. Hmm. So I can't go to the, just pick up the money and I didn't have a card to it. So one job was to pay what went to my regular bank account where I used to spend my money. But the other job went to another bank account where I didn't even see what money was put in there. But I would go to work, go to work. And I estimated the amount, how long it would take based on my check when I would have my surgery money. Mm-hmm. So I put out the estimate time, and I said I'm not gonna even gonna look at this account until <laughs> until that particular time to see how close I am to my goal. So worked, 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 worked. Rested either in the morning or at night. I just figured it out by having these two jobs, and I made enough money to get my surgeries. So that's a way that you can fund your surgeries mm-hmm. if you live in the house with people or. Um, you are in like you're trying to transition while you're at home with your parents. I suggest you do things that are not that are that are low, um, like low results. So, for example, I suggest that you get your electrolysis. I suggest that you get on your hormones. I don't accept. I don't. I don't suggest that you get surgeries yet. I suggest you get on hormones and you get electrolysis, but while still living as a man. Or a woman, depending on what you what you're mm-hmm. trying to. Now, the problem with if you're a trans man, you, your hormones is going to change you so much with your voice and with your beard coming <laughs> that it's going to be hard to hide that. But with uh, w- when you're going to be a female, the privilege of being a trans man is that testosterone is a stronger chemical than estrogen. So that's why the effects of testosterone come quick and fast. Mm-hmm. But estrogen is a is a stronger chemical. I mean, I'm sorry, it's a weaker chemical. So the so it's a gradual change that happens when it comes when you're transitioning to be a woman. So but it also having a hairless face as a man is not abnormal. Mm-hmm. You can still they can still assume that you're a man being a little softer. Still you they still can assume that you're a man if you're dressed like a man. So get on your hormones for you can be on a hormone for like a year before your titties start growing because everybody body is different (laughs) when it comes to how effective hormones are but you can get on hormones while you're still living in the house with somebody without them even knowing that you're on hormones and you can still be living as a boy while the hormones is working on your body in preparation for you to get out of these motherfucking house Mm -hmm. you feel what i'm saying so you can be on your hormones you can work on getting your hair off your face all these things are not something other people would notice that is happening. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you can be getting your shit started while you're in their house with the two jobs, remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> while you're in their house. Um so that's what I suggest. Also, I suggest you saving I need you to have a nest egg. I need you to have a nest nest egg first of all so that you can find other jobs because you got to prepare for the possibility that your job could fire you for your transition. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You have to prepare for it. Now, luckily, I would suggest one of those part-time jobs that you choose is Starbucks or mm-hmm. Apple because Starbucks and Apple are companies that really, really, really geared towards trans like rights and trans protection of their trans employees. Mm-hmm. Even them, they have insurances that will actually pay for your surgeries. And understand that getting fired isn't always some dramatic act. Oh my God, I give you the pink slip and you gotta get up out of this place. Sometimes it's really, really subtle. They actually push you out slowly. It's not about, um, it's not like they'll stop scheduling you. They'll stop giving you as many hours as they did before to where it's just getting so, so, so low that you're going to quit because there's no point in working there anymore. So it's not always just a dramatic firing. Sometimes firing can be subtle so they can protect themselves and you they forcing you to leave the job because you're not making any money anyway. And just because a company is down for the trans stuff in one state doesn't mean that you're going to have a manager that is down for it in another state. You feel what I'm saying? Having protections in the company is a good thing, but it doesn't always translate to a safe space at work when you're dealing with the real people at the real location. But for the most part, you know, these jobs have a history of doing right by the girls. Mm -hmm. So get jobs at Starbucks, get jobs at um, um, at Apple. And it's tons of companies that are... um, pro trans that you can get insurance from that can really help you especially if you are in certain cities certain i mean certain states that really have trans protections so um i also want to say this if if you're transitioning in um and you're kind of worried about you know being scrutinized at work um try to find a at home um work from home job too absolutely that's another option Mm -hmm. um find jobs that you can be comfortable but if you are but sometimes when you start a job as a male Mm -hmm. it could be cool but when you transition it could be ugly Mm -hmm. understand that that this is a possibility that you need to prepare for and if everything goes good you feel what I'm saying? If everything goes good, then you don't have to worry about anything. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you just stay at your regular jobs, your two jobs. You see what I'm saying? See, I couldn't have told y'all all this. But, <laughs> but, but if you, if you, if, but you got to be prepared for what could happen. Mm-hmm. And what could happen is a motherfucker get to acting shady while you're at the job. And, you see what and, I'm saying? Uh, micromanaging you. Uh, doing all kinds of shit. Being... Um, microaggressive and all kinds of stupid shit. So you got to be prepared for that. Especially so depending on what egg. state you're in. Exactly. Have a nest egg because the privilege of living in a state that has protection for you, there's some, like if you in Mississippi, if you in Alabama, if you in Georgia, well, maybe not Georgia, they've got, no, Georgia too. Um, Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, you, Minneapolis, North Carolina, I mean, oh, tons of you know what we talk about. Texas, <laughs> you know what we talking about. If you in states that don't do not have protection for trans folks, then you need to um, make sure you have a nest egg so that you can find a job. You can have enough money to take care of yourself long enough for you to find a job in your new identity. Well, I could speak on what I wish I would have done. Would that help at all? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, I wish I would have started working out earlier because it helps body distribution happen quicker. Yeah. Um. Definitely that. I wish I would have started building on my chest more. I'm glad I didn't get chest surgery yet because, like, me working out and stuff, 
I could I could see why the doctors would always say, hey, like at least like if you do at least some working out, you know, that would really help, you know, it aesthetically. Um yeah. As far as the look. So like I'm glad I didn't rush into that. And like sometimes some things you can try to expedite the process, some you probably shouldn't. Right. So, so one of my one of my mm-hmm. last one of not my last, but one of mm-hmm. my other tips is with starting the hormones or early you can literally see what the hormones will do to affect your body. So if you don't need something. And your face. Mm-hmm. And your face. If you don't need to do certain surgeries, you might not need to do it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if you, you could, got a whole, like some girls have grown a whole double D or a whole D uh-huh. cup. Yeah, yeah, I grew a B. And mm-hmm. so when sometimes you don't need, you might not need implants. So you saving for implants and you don't even need it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you get on hormones, shit your face totally changed and you get way more feminine mm-hmm. um so many things with your body how much also like if you need to do fat transfer when it comes to like if you don't have that many much hips and you want to take it from your body hormones will soften you and give you a little more bit more fat because mm-hmm. they can't do a fat transfer if you don't have no fat on your body so if you mm-hmm. get thicker from the hormones you will be able to transfer the fat from like your stomach to your hips and your ass and mm-hmm. shit like that. So because that's really what people are doing now, mm-hmm. they're trying to get out of the si- silicone. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm from the old school, so I got a lot of silicone. But um, but they're getting into the fat transfer, and that's just a more healthier way to transition when it comes to your body and your curves. And so getting on hormones can make you gain a little bit more weight. It gets you softer, mm-hmm. and you'll get what you need, and you'll know exactly what you need instead of doing unnecessary surgeries that you might not need if you get on hormones and let the hormones do what they need to do mm-hmm. from the start mm-hmm. um because there's some girls out here that really don't need no work they just decide to get it to for it to be aesthetically mm-hmm. pleasing yeah i think that um i think once you start you just got to be fearless like if this is you this mm-hmm. is you you can prep mm-hmm. but it because it's gonna come to a point where hey i'm full time you get what I'm saying? I'm full time and this is my identity. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and make it seem like there are not going to be obstacles. Oof. There will be obstacles, darling. Baby, because you, be, you could be this close to your teddy money. And then your motherfucking car break down. Baby, what you going to do? Not just that. Just obstacles. Um, saving, that's, that could be for anybody. But your transness. Like, yeah. Transitioning is... Um, it's an act of self-love. Mm-hmm. And so some people are not going to be here for it. Oh, you know what? I want to say this. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure. And I, I think this is really important because I think um, uh, mental health is very important. And that's regardless of you being trans or not. Um, you want to make sure that your mental health is, is together because you, I feel like if your mental health is together, then you won't you won't be cons- one of these people who um, just are just changing and changing their body, getting all these different types of things done, and they're never satisfied, no matter how much work they get. Because some people do get like that. I think that um, knowing who you are, like I stated before, who you, what type of woman that you are and what you want to see if that is something that you want because you did say possibility I think that's very important before you begin to 
Also, when it comes to mental health, sometimes people can't afford an actual therapist. Sometimes you can't afford that. Mm -hmm. But there are free groups out here. I I haven't been to a city that didn't have it. I know if you live in like a rural area that it just doesn't exist. But because we have the Internet, you Mm -hmm. can go and find community because we know um, from life and we know from um, great therapists like Money from Queer Walk that community is a big part of people's survival and their their mental stability and their mental health and just being healthy in regards to their mental um we know that's important so you don't have to find community definitely necessarily in your um in your area you can find community online you can find community um all around you it might not necessarily be in your local area but it's because you're blessed with living in a time where we have the internet you can find community online so um Mm -hmm. definitely um this is a journey and be prepared for it (laughs) no shade also i want to say this like how you feel now about yourself as a trans person could change over the years. Absolutely. That's what anybody mm-hmm. you know that you're not going to be the same person that you were at 20 at 30 mm-hmm. at 40 at 50. So and so and so and so. So I think we did a show y'all. Mm-hmm. I hope that helped you boo boo. I too. hope so. I know I sucked. No, you didn't. No, you what? Came the spiritual side. Yeah. I thought that was bomb. You came the spiritual side. Mm. That's what you do, baby. You you said uh, go uh, be go off to yourself, figure out who the fuck you are, and then reintroduce yourself. Boom. That's true. That's what you do. As well. That's everything. So, all right, y'all. Good night. Good morning. Merry Christmas. Yes, and, and uh, Even I don't Feliz Navidad. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy New Year. Bye. <laughs> Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Every little thing's going to be all right.